Hey guys, welcome back, welcome back. I hope you had a wonderful day. Let's get down to it tonight, right? For those of you catching this on the replay, thank you so much for taking the time to do that. Always love seeing your hearts and shares as well. Those of you that are catching this on one of the podcast outlets, thank you so much for your follows and listenership over there. Those of you that are with me Monday through Friday on GDT time, God's divine time, welcome back. How y'all doing today? I hope y'all had a nice day. I really did again. Uh, a long work day, but I'm thankful. I'm blessed for all of the overflow that comes from that, right? Because there are a lot of people sitting there right now wishing that they had employment or anything to even work an hour, let alone, you know, overtime. So we have to be thankful for our blessings as they come. Hey, Mel, glad to see everybody coming into the building. Tonight's topic, right? Ooh, look again. You've got it. So, uh, um, you guys know I always like to frame everything from a scriptural foundation, right? So for those that like to follow along with your source of the spirit, the, the main part of this will be coming from 2 Kings chapter 4. That's where we're coming from. And those of you that know your word, like, all right, I know where we're going tonight, right? That's exactly where we're going. 2 Kings, um, and we're going to be in chapter 4. And then there may be a few other scriptures interposed throughout, but you guys know how I do it, tornado style, the only way that I know how. Why well, you got to say on time? <laughs> Who said on time? That must have been um, Shay that said that. I had to scroll back and take a look because I ain't said nothing about you being late. Mm -mm, I sure didn't. Um, but the question tonight, you guys know I always like to pose a question as well. In, into it, right? How do you make something out of practically? practically nothing right when you look around and say what do we got hey there's my girl jay coming into the building come on in y'all come on in we're gonna have a good old talk tonight but before i get started i want to say i said that oh mm, counted on the part-timers y'all know how it is it ain't old timers it's part-timers right um i remember what i want part of the time <laughs> yep part-timers that's what we're gonna go with that's my story and i'm sticking to it 100 mm -hmm. that's how that goes right but i gotta show you guys today i mean this whole month has just been a, a wonderful month an emotional month but a wonderful month and then today i'm sitting here working hey karen glad to see you i'm sitting here working and you know and i can hear the delivery trucks going back and forth and i'm like well i know i didn't order anything because right now i'm on strike from amazon my package i was waiting on from last friday for you, you guys that caught that scope i'm still waiting on that package they refunded um and it's lost somewhere <laughs> yeah uh but I'm not even going to talk about that. So I knew I hadn't ordered anything. And so I'm like, well, ma'am, when I get to knock on the door, I'm like, who is that? Well, my, 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 to my surprise, hey, Sandra, it was a nice, nice package, a nice birthday package. And from guess who? Yes, my sister Mayo. She's down in there. Make sure you give her a good, strong follow and make sure you catch her broadcast on Saturday mornings. You, me, and a cup of tea. The sister brings the word. I'm telling you, she don't take from it. She don't add to it. She gives you the unfiltered word. And she tells it like it is. So if your skin is a little bit thin, toughen it up. But come on in there. Make sure you give her a follow mail. Put your emojis up down there so they can be sure and catch you this coming Saturday for you, me, and a cup of tea. Right? So let me tell y'all. So I open up the box, right? 
And I'm like, my, my, my. Well, when I open it, let me grab the lid. And it may be a little washed out from the green screen. But when I open the box, you know, I see, the, yeah, it's washed out. I see this nice box. And I'm like, my, this is really nice. I wonder what's in here. And the whole package itself was heavy. So I'm really like, what's in this box, man? It says fragile on it, fragile, right? Those of you that watched the movie A Christmas Story, fragile. Mm -hmm. That's what it says. So I'm like, well, what in the world could be in here? Oh, I see Terry coming in. Long time no see. Glad to see you, Sister Terry. So I open it up, right? Oh, my goodness. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Mel outdid herself. I love. All Look at this beautiful cup, guys. I don't know if it'll show really good because of the green screen. But isn't this just beautiful? And it's heavy. And it even has the little teaspoon. Look at the little teaspoon that goes with it isn't this just adorable i love this i just been looking at it and rubbing i mean this thing is heavy i was like i'm gonna have to get me some of that expensive tea to mix and stir up and sit and sip in this and may have to start doing my shows with this or for either you me and a cup of tea put me some tea in this because this is just too beautiful i love it i mean guys I don't need the, the camera is not even doing this justice as to how beautiful this is um, and it came um, it has a little doily that came with it inside the other yeah, green screens washing it out little doily that came with it inside the box and the box is lined with the blue um, felt and everything in there it's just so nice but let me tell y'all I'm gonna get into the lesson but let me tell y'all what really got me and y'all it's always I've never really been a crying person but over these last couple of years little things just make me bust out crying right and especially this month it's just been a wonderful birthday month like I said but emotional birthday month so then I open the next one right and when I open it I'm like my goodness and, and when I saw the name on the box I said wait a minute think things remembered I said um oh we that's one of them stores I would look at in the mall and be like I would like to go up in there Lord one of these days you're gonna bless me to be able to go up in there and get something out of that store right well look at here I'm telling y'all Mel outdid herself look at this beautiful globe it's engraved here um the green like i said the green screen's probably washing it out but it's engraved it says pastor taurus frags dd but that wasn't the thing that got me mm -mm. i flipped the globe upside down and i'm like oh that's so pretty it has the cross you know you see in there and the serenity prayer and everything but then when i flipped it upside down i said oh there's a button so i turned the button this is what got me y'all Amazing Grace. Mm, mm, mm. I just started bawling. I love this mail. I, be, I, I just can't stop looking at it and holding it. But the thing about it is my grandmother, for those of you that have read my book or been on my scopes, you hear me talk about my grandma all the time, Miss Lenny Bell Spraggs. I called her nanny growing up. But she would always hum and are either either humming that song or singing that song so when i turn that button on the bottom and it started playing that that's when i just lost it y'all tornado turned into just a crying storm yes i did i admit to it unashamed unashamed Mm-hmm. that's what happened you know how you get that knot in your throat and you're just like 
mm, you want to talk, but you can't, and that knot's just there, and it's burning, you're like, I, I want to say something, but I can't talk, male, I'm telling you, mm, the spirit led you on that one, especially with that song, because that just instantly, you know, reminded me, took me back to my childhood, one of the good memories, you know, and my grandma just either cooking, washing dishes, or even she'd just be sitting sometime in silence, and she'd just start humming that song, so I love it, now I can, I've just been turning that thing, I'm about to quit before I be done broken, they get to the point, you know, you whine something so much, and it just start playing real slow, it'd be like, round, 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 so I gotta give it a break but i'm probably gonna turn it a couple of more times before i go to bed tonight but less <laughs> right sarah it choked me up man i was real choked up choked up to the point where i'm like whoo whoo and you try and drink something but when you try and drink because that knot is there it won't even go down and you just have to just sit and just go with the moment just let out the happy tears you know just the overwhelmed and just the thankfulness uh you know the thought that went into that i'm telling y'all just don't understand mm -mm, y'all don't understand thank you mel and but god i'm telling you he, he was divine in that because you could have picked one that played any other song but that song right there mm-hmm yep had a tornado and a few little tears all right let's get into it tonight right tonight's leg got you humming it right you can't i'm telling you i, I just want to rewind it one more time but i ain't gonna do it maybe i do it at the end of the scope let me get into this lesson so i can let y'all out of here tonight all right all right it's a i'm telling you j9 a great day of blessings because i wasn't expecting any packages and that knock i'm like I know I ain't ordered nothing, so, um, hmm, what's at the door? Man, mm -mm, I just love y'all. I really do. All of the gifts that I've gotten from everybody, all of the wishes, I just love y'all. I really, really do. So let's get into it, right? The question, how do you make something out of practically nothing? Let's look at 2 Kings 4, right? Get into this thing. Do a little talking, a little uh, communication in tonight. Mm-hmm, that's a new word, communication in. Uh, we're going to start at verse uh, chapter four. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha saying, your servant, my husband is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. So Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Then he said, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all of your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons, then pour it into, uh, pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. So when she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured it out. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said, where'd I go here? Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debt, and you and your sons live on the rest. Mm, let's talk about this, y'all. Let's, let's break this thing down. Let's talk about it. How do you make something out of practically nothing? I see so many people on a daily basis just going through my timeline, wishing, hoping, wanting, and I'm looking like, but you already got it. You have it. 
You know, people that I've talked to time and time and time and time again, you know, uh, uh, over years period of time, not just people I've met in the last few months, you know, and done counseling sessions and stuff with, but people that I've talked to time and time again, and was like, you got it, you got it. You just don't realize that you have it. So let's break this thing down tonight. Y'all see, I came in with the OBB. Y'all know what time it is tonight, right? So when all you have is nothing, but you do have something. So here's a woman and she's saying, I, your maid servant has nothing, right? Her husband, her mate, you know, he's gone. You know, she's brokenhearted, lonely, no doubt, missing her husband, you know, and then she's looking around because the people are saying, well, you owe this debt, you know, this debt has fallen down on you. Think about present day when a loved one passes on, you're thinking everything's okay and you don't realize that all of the debt that's left behind and you're like, whoa, daddy. I didn't know you. Ooh, when did you rack up all of this? Ooh, grandmama. Ooh, mama, when did you get all this debt? You know, so she's looking like I have this debt to pay because they were going to come and take her sons. And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves, right? Uh, and so she's just like, man. And so you also uh, kind of, when you're reading through it, it almost makes you ask, man, was she a little upset? Was she a kind of a little like, I can't believe God did this to me, right? Because she says here, you know, in that portion, my, um, my husband served the Lord and the Lord, you know, has let him die. The way up th that portion of scripture breaks down. So she's kind of like, man, Lord, let him go, right? And, and so she's at that point when she's like, I don't have nothing. All I got is this oil over here. That's where a lot of us are at. We look around and we're like, but this is all I got. This is all I got. Like, Mel, what do you got? Well, all I got is this ink pen. Karen, what do you got? Well, Tor, all I got is these recipes over here. All I got is this spatula. You know, Jay, what do you got? Well, all I got is some paint over here and some rocks. You know, we all have it. It's just about putting it into perspective. And that's what we're going to do here tonight. But I also want to put in, now it says a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets. Who was that woman? God make his face shine upon you in the fire. Hey, Mama Moses, glad to see you. That All right, now we got a room full of saints in here tonight. So a certain woman, who was that woman? Anybody know who she, uh, who her husband was by chance? You know, because the scripture just tells us a certain woman. But if you're like me and you like to go back and was like, I need to know a little bit more than a certain woman. Who is this woman and who was her husband that's passed on? You know, why, where did this debt come from? It had to come from somewhere, right? So a certain woman, she happens to be, uh, she's the wife of Obadiah, right? Y'all remember Obadiah when he went, he was the one that hid out the prophets and, and he fed them, right? And so when he was taken out from the debt accumulating from him, protecting the prophets, right? I believe it was, was it was a seven, 14. I can't remember. I don't want to tell a lie. I don't remember how many it was, but he took these prophets and he hid them out and he protected them and fed them and accumulated debt. In, in while doing that act right on behalf of God doing God's work right so you know here your servant my uh, your servant my husband is dead so uh, a little teaching point right there a little tornado teaching point for you that's who her husband was that's um 
how he ended up, uh, you know, you know, losing his life. But he did protect the prophets, and all of that stuff was going on with Ahab and all of that. Mm -hmm. True story. Go back and check it. I wouldn't lie to you. I got my receipts over here. So, but let's look at it. When she said, you know, to Elijah, all that I have is my oil. What was Elijah's response, right? Look at it. Instead of him saying, hmm, too bad for you. Huh? Sorry to hear that. Oh, well, mm, my bad. You know, ain't nothing I can really do. Show, sure hate to hear you down on your luck. No, that's not what Elisha did. He asked. He asked. What each of us as CIAs, Christians in Action, hey, Sister Regina, what each of us should ask when we go to someone and they say, but I don't have anything. The question that we should ask, what he asked, what shall I do for you, right? He, he didn't respond to her and say, Ooh, you need to let go and let God, old lady. Mm-hmm. He didn't say, don't worry, old widow, God will provide. He didn't say, God won't put no more on you than you can bear. You know, have you been told that before? We've all heard that, right? You're really going through something. And instead of hearing, what shall I do? What can I do for you? Mm, 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 mm. Let go and let God. How many times have each of us heard that? I know I've heard it a lot. Don't worry, God will provide. He did not come with those answers. He asked and said, what shall I do for you? And that's the way, that's the way we need to handle things, right? A good, I'm telling you, this, this whole section here, 2 Kings 4, starting at verse 1 all the way through 7, is so many teaching points, and it, it, oh, it's just packed full, right? Plenty of times you hear that, and you're looking like, uh, Jay's heard it before many, many times, and you're like, man, not even a word of encouragement, and it's easy to say, Oh, the Lord won't put no more on you. You can bear, Sister Jones. Mm -hmm. It's easy to say that looking through the window of a Mercedes, right? It's easy to say that looking down on the ground from your high-rise luxury apartment, right? It's easy to say that to a person when you walk past, or, or when you're walking past somebody and you got on your $800 suit and your $1,000 Italian leather shoes and, and a wallet full of cash money, not just credit cards, a, a wallet full of liquid money and walk past them and say hang on brother god will provide and you keep walking as opposed to saying what shall i do for you what can i do for you mm -hmm. that's how that's supposed to work take a lesson from elisha right let's move on through these passages of scripture here so then trust in god when it doesn't make any kind of sense no kind of sense whatsoever right hey joan glad to see you coming in let's look here second kings four three and five he, elisha tells her go borrow vessels at large for yourself from all your neighbors neighbors even empty vessels do not get a few and you shall go in and shut the door behind you and your sons and pour out into all these vessels, right? So he tells her, go and borrow. She's probably like, what am I going to go and get a bunch of empty vessels for, right? When it doesn't make sense, when the spirit sends somebody or even, you know, the spirit's talking to us and we're like, you want me to do what, God? 
I don't know. This don't sound right. Or, or, or he puts that, that that person in your path and they're like, mm, this is what, you know, God is leading me to tell you to do. Or this is, you know, that, that, that godly counsel, that wisdom counsel speaking into your life. But you're like, mm-mm. That don't make no sense. I don't think I should do that. I think I'm going to do it the way that I want to do it, right? Right? Because it doesn't make any type of sense. That's when we most often need to listen, when it doesn't make any kind of sense. Because when I sat that night and had that revelation, had that experience with the Holy Spirit, it didn't make any kind of sense as to why God would want to use me to do his works. It just didn't make any sense. And I wasn't trying to have any parts of it but i'm here to tell you that's the sign when it doesn't make sense that's when you say hmm always god's way pay attention come on now that's what i'm talking about right so she went she borrowed the vessels right and if you're ever truly wanting to see God move in your life, humble yourself and do what he's telling you. You know how much pride it probably had to take for them to go and knock on the door. It's often hard for us to go knock on the door. We need just a little bit of sugar, right, to make back home what we call whole cakes, right? Where you just take your, your, your little meal, your little oil that you got, because uh, you ain't got enough to make biscuits and, you know, everything else a full meal. But you say, mm-hmm, I got a little bit of Grease. I, I got me a little bit of meal right here. Oh, I got an egg off in there. I just needed just a little pinch of sugar. But pride will keep us from going to say, neighbor, it's God's way or no way. Come on, Karen. Come on now. You know, and, and that pride will keep us back from going and saying, oh, I need help. I, I really need help going to say, neighbor, could you just loan me a little bit of sugar? You know, like we used to do when I was growing up. It, it wasn't no pride in it. Grandma would say, hey, go um, go over and ask Miss Winfrey if I can borrow a cup of flour. Go over and ask Miss Zola if I can borrow a cup of milk. Oh, beautiful neighbor, beautiful neighbor. She lived... Um, right next door to us her name was miss zola wonderful wonderful lady imparted a lot of wisdom into my life hey uh and she tore um go over there and ask miss louise if she got a, a can of peaches or you know whatever it was there wasn't any pride holding us back right humbling ourselves saying i need help right god's given me this thing put it on my spirit right we don't need to question it just do it like, like everybody like to walk around with the little check mark just do it now come on that, that, that that's how that works trying to do it any other way that's not how any of that works it, it just don't right and elijah says to her and don't get a few right so she invested that time in making sure to obey the word of the lord right she, they wiped out all the vessels don't be afraid to ask for help god guides you to what you need come on now it, I, I'm telling y'all every single time. But what do they say? Closed mouth don't get fed. It, it just don't. And so if you're sitting and you need help, go and ask for it. Humble yourself. Put that pride down a little bit. I'm telling you to block the blessing every time. But another part that I really want to point out in that section of scripture, uh, he tells her, go in and shut the door behind you and your sons. Mm -hmm. Verse five says, so she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons. They were bringing the vessels to her and she poured. What's that saying? Sometimes Facebook don't need to know all of your business. 
Sometimes all of your neighbors don't need to know all of your business. What God has given to you, he's given to you. You need to learn the hush principle, the hush keys, the hush wisdom, and go in, shut the door behind you, and do what God is telling you to do. Stop broadcasting it all over the place. Not everybody needs to know every single thing that's going on right come on now and if you look at that he tells her go in shut the door behind you and your sons and start filling the vessels she went in she shut the door that's what we need to do privacy god is your business share your life with god only come on now with us where we mess up a lot of the times we trying to tell everybody god has given you an idea but instead of going in being quiet shutting the door behind you you ain't even uh, written the idea down the ink ain't even dry good on the paper yet you ain't got the copyright file you ain't you haven't lined up anything but you start calling everybody. Ooh, I'm gonna be rich. God gave me this idea. Boom, boom, boom. Just call. Ooh, we posting all across social media. Then you wake up the next morning. You say, somebody done invented a pillow. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Sometimes you need to be quiet. Another thing. Mm-hmm. And I speak from experience. What goes on in your house? What goes on? between you and your spouse, in your bedroom. Keep it in your bedroom, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. When things are good, only you need to know that things are good. When you go broadcasting to people, especially them certain friends that don't have a man, that don't have a woman, and you steady talking about, ooh-wee, ooh-wee, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Y'all know what I'm talking about. I ain't even got to spell it out. You know what I'm talking about. You get to talking about how good it is, and then you got to go out of town. You at the church. You, you wherever, but you tied up, mm-hmm. And that person that you just been bragging about is so good. And so-and-so just happens to pop over. Hey, mm, is Karen home? Uh-huh. He or she know Karen ain't at home. You just trying to get an excuse to come on over there, right? Because you heard how good it is. Because you don't know how to go in, shut the door behind you, and keep your business to yourself. And then you said, man, how did this happen? Well, you done told everybody at the office. Everybody on the subway done heard how good it is. Everybody knows all of your business. Come on now, somebody know what I'm talking about out there. Stop telling all your business. I was taught what goes on in your house stays in your house. Come on now. But some stuff needed, and some of that is... It's a fine line and some of that. Some of that stuff back in the day that they was telling um people to hush about, mm-hmm, therein lies a problem, but that's a whole nother scope. But in this aspect of it, stop telling all of your business, right? Like my nephew loves to call and tell me everything that's going on in sister-in-law's house. Mm-hmm, he does it all the time. Yep, he did it today, matter of fact. Yeah, <laughs> right? So moving on through with this lesson, right? While we're waiting to see God's provision while we're doing it, while we're busy gathering, there's some things that we need to do, right? We have financial needs that, that we need met. We can't just sit 
and just wait, it don't work like that. We got to have give him a little something to work with. The, the way the lady said, all I got is this little bit of oil. That's all I got, just this little bit of oil. We have to live, give him a, a little bit of something to work with. So while you're waiting, start praying. While you're waiting, get in service. Start a servitude. Start helping others, right? As I said on last night's scope, sow a seed into your own life. And the best way to see your seed start growing is to help water somebody else's seeds. Come on now. Come on now. If you got moral things that you need to clean up, things in your life, right? Go ahead, repent and commit to doing the right thing while you're waiting on God's provision, right? If it's forgiveness that needs to be given, start working on that. Praise God for what he does, is doing, gonna do, done did, planning on doing. Mm -hmm. That's how that needs to work while you're waiting to see the provisions come through. Now let's look here. If we look at 2 Kings 4 and 6, when the vessels were full, she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there's not one more vessel and the oil stop. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, go sell the oil, pay your debt, and you and your sons can live on the rest, right? Now, what happened here? They gathered every empty vessel that they could. Some of us, if the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit came down right now and said, okay, you've been asking me for more. You've been asking me, uh, uh, this is what I need you to do. I need you to go out and start gathering every vessel, right? Some of us, we go collect too. Mmm, my show about to come on. It's about time for have and have nots. I'll go get some more later. I ain't got time for all this. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's hot out here. It's too cold out. It's about to rain. I ain't got time to be out here trying to collect these vessels. We shortchange our own self when we're not obedient and follow through. It says they gathered every empty vessel. They filled every empty vessel that they gathered. The oil did not stop flowing until they were all completely filled, right? God did not stop the blessings until the need was met. If we want him to meet the need, we have to answer the call to the fullest, not halfway, not a quarter, not a third, not a point. If he says, go out and fill, get, collect, every vessel collect every can that you can find in your neighborhood within a within a uh, a 25 mile radius mm, we go out mm, there's too many weeds over there i can't be going off in the, we have to be obedient and do it fully right and taking our needs to god when we're saying man i need a little i need a little something here i need a little bit of help even when it ain't making no kind of sense whatsoever but then being obedient right god blesses obedience not being halfway obedient like when our kids come we say Okay, uh, mama, I got my room clean. You gonna take me for that ice cream now? And you walk in and just this side of the room is clean, right? And we said, mm-mm. I said clean the whole room. 
I said clean the whole house. I said straighten up the whole garage, not just a corner of the garage, right? We don't reward that, right? On our job, if they say, okay, this is the criteria that you need to meet in order to get a raise, right? You need to be here on time every day, right? Most places give you a five-minute leeway. It was the law last time I checked, depending on what state you're in. Mm -hmm, you got a five-minute leeway before they can mark you as late. But don't tell them tornado told you that. You better check your receipts first, right? Uh, be here on time every day. Be courteous. Make sure you get your work done. If you see it's something you're not going to get done, say, hey, I'm going to need some help. Reproject it out, whatever you need to do. But there's a criteria that you need to follow in order to be able to meet to get those raises, right? In order to be rewarded for the work that you're doing, to be able to get that bonus at the end or the beginning of the year. If you don't meet it, you aren't rewarded the same way. God is like, ain't no half stepping. I need all of it. She poured a little oil into a lot of jars. She was never short of oil, only short of jars. Come on now. And if she'd have kept collecting and kept collecting until this day, he, I guarantee he would have kept the blessings flowing, right? And, and, and you start to see, man, the blessings are coming in. That's called the overflow. When you pay your bills, and, and you look and you say, oh, my God, some sort of way, I got 20 left. This time I got 50 left. Oh, my goodness, I got $100 left this time. That's called overflow. Come on now. Somebody out there know what I'm talking about. Now, let's look at this. I mean, he's in the blessing business. There's always a way to make a way. He can always make a way out of no way, right? Let's look at the five loaves and the two fish. It wasn't two big old giant whales that the little boy had. It wasn't them long um, pieces of bread from Panera. It wasn't the long Wonder Bread loaf with all this bread in it. It was them little mealy mealy breads uh, and the little fish, right? It wasn't big old giant tunas, you know, enough to feed a whole. It was just little fish that the little boy had. And he's like, hey, hey, what you got? And he's like, just five loaves of bread and eat two little old fish. Look how he worked with that, right? And he works in ways that we don't expect. I'm telling you, he comes through every time. So the question I pose, what are your five loaves and two fish? What little are you ready to give him to work with? What's your little bit of oil? What's your but I only? What is it? Because he's ready to work with it. He works in ways that we don't expect, right? When we open our eyes, or when we open our hearts, when our faith is at its fullest, right? He takes that little bit and he multiplies it. All he needs is a little to multiply, but you gotta give him something. You gotta invest just a little something in. I told you about this uh, lady that was testifying and she said, all I had was 34 cents. I was sitting towards the front of the church and I was so embarrassed. So I handed the 34 cent to my child. So they would think it was my child putting 34 cents in the collection plate because that's truly all I had. Didn't even know if I was going to make it home with the little gas that I had in the car. Lord knows, knowing I needed that gas to get to work the next day, but I also had to be obedient and show up in the church building, be in the church myself, the ecclesia, part of the body of Christ. I had to show up in the church building, right? And give my 34 sense. I actually had, she had a child to give it. That next day, mm-hmm, God is good. She wasn't expecting it. Here comes an insurance check from a claim from many, many years ago that she had forgot about. Hmm, the check was for $3,400. Come on now, somebody. God is in the blessing business. He will take those five loaves and those two fish and he'll multiply it 
every time. But we just got to be willing just to put in a little. So don't look at it and say, but all I got, I just got this little teensy, eensy, weensy bit. Come on now. Let him show you how he works. Even when you're feeling broke down, downtrodden, beaten down, as long as there's room in your vessel, he will continue to pour out the blessings, right? But you got to give him something, right? As long as we are willing vessels, he will continue to pour into us, right? Until we are full. Once that starts to overflow, he'll even say, you know what? I'm going to keep on pouring because there's still a little bit more room. Won't he do it? Come on now, Miriam. Somebody know what I'm talking about, right? Christ didn't just come to redeem us from the law. He came to satisfy our needs, right? His grace is sufficient for all of our needs, for time, eternity, for here, now, tomorrow, and forever. Now, let's look at this. I had a friend of mine, and, and it reminded me this afternoon, and I said, mm-hmm, Mm-hmm. I know who this message is for. I know who this message is for, right? Because I told y'all, when I'm sitting, I, I talked to Mel, you know, and thanked her for the gifts about midday. And I said, man, I said, I don't know. Ooh, God ain't gave it to me yet. He ain't gave me that divine download. Y'all know I just don't come on to talk to hear myself talking. I can just sit at my desk and talk to myself and hear myself talking between me and God, right? And so finally coming down to the wire, and it was like, boom, about 4 o'clock, and I said, I got it. Then I got my three pieces of confirmation that I needed, right? And I remember a picture that was hanging in my closet, right? So, and, and it was a, it reminded me of a friend that said, uh, Torah, I ain't got nothing. I said, what you mean you ain't got nothing? Come on now. You don't realize what you have. She said, all I got is all these paintings around my house. I'm telling y'all, I looked at her with the pure look of crazy. Mm-hmm. And I said, come on, girl. And the thing about it is a, she, she was on Social Security. They had cut her Social Security in half. They had taken her food stamps down to $2.12 a month. She was buying a bag of potatoes, a carton of eggs, and two cans of tuna. What in the world? Come on now. It's $2.12. I kid y'all not. True story. $2.12 worth of food stamps every month. That's what she was living on. And she said, and she said, Tor, I don't know how I'm going to make it because I don't have anything else. I'm not going to be able to uh, uh, get employment because of the medications, the different things that I'm dealing with. Social Security done chopped me in half. And I looked at her and I said, girl, you got it. You just don't realize you got it. So I drove out there. Drove out to a house. I said, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. This requires, this is an Elisha moment. That requires, instead of me saying, mm, God won't put no more on you and he can bear. You're going to be able to make it. God will provide for you and them $2.12 worth of food stamps that you got cut down to. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Just pray about it, girl. No, that was an Elisha moment when I said, I'm coming. And it was about 40, it takes about 45 minutes to an hour for me to get to her place. So I loaded up and I headed out. And that's the friend and the green screen will probably wash this out, but she painted this painting for me. You guys can see it was me on the beach. Y'all know I love myself some Bob Marley. Uh, she painted this painting and this doesn't even do justice for the type of works that she does. So when I walked into a house, I said, uh-huh, you got something. You just don't realize the blessing that God gave you. You just don't realize the gift that God gave you. Look at all these paintings you got around here. I said, you know what? Look at that 
that restaurant over there. That wall needs a uh, fresh coat of paint. Look at these benches out here on the beach. How about you go talk to the park commission and say, hey, come on now. Can't I paint some nice dolphins on here that's leading people into the beach? And after that, now once she realized what she had in her hand, she just didn't have a little bit of paint and a few brushes. She started doing backyard murals, beautiful murals in people's backyards in Florida. I'm telling y'all, her work, mm, this painting here doesn't do it the justice. But she just had to realize she had to have somebody say, right, encouraging, having that Elisha moment to say, what can I do? And all the times it's not uh, uh, financial when you say, well, I don't have the finances to help you out. It's about being a true CIA, using the resources that we ourselves have. One of my resources, be able to look at people and say, hmm. Mm, you got it. You just don't realize you got it. Let's sit down, go through a session and work this out. And I'm going to tell you exactly what you got, right? She started doing beach stalls, backyards, all sorts of murals all around the beach area. Uh, come on now, Jay. All around the beach area in Florida. The restaurants, right? Going into those restaurants, putting those beautiful um, beach and sea murals on all the seafood restaurants, on the chair. I'm, ooh, wee. And, and the last time I talked to her before I had moved, she was doing quite well. It wasn't no need to worry about that $2.12 that the government cut her down to in food stamps. There was no more need for that once she realized what she had when she thought it was just all I got is just a little paint. All I got is just these few paint brushes. She had it. She just didn't realize it. It's just about thinking, hmm, what can I do with this? Where can I apply this? When one door closes, hey, the world is full of them. Go open up another one. And I guarantee you the father has another blessing on the other side, especially if you're doing it in obedience and you're doing it and glorifying God the whole time, right? Come on now. That's how we do it. Had another friend that told me, Tor, I don't know how I'm going to make it. Her and her husband, they had eight kids between the two of them, right? Uh, she said, I don't know how I'm going to make it. Even uh, we beyond paycheck to paycheck. But me and my husband stretched thin, uh, the rent, the bills, everything that's coming. And I said, well, every day I notice when I walk past, you're crocheting. What you doing with it? Mm, it's just a hobby, just something that I do. No, you got something. God gave you a blessing. You just don't realize it. Figure out how to utilize it and use it. I said, tell you what, when you're done with that one, take that one, post a picture of it on, on Facebook. Instead, don't go on there posting your business about all the problems that you and your husband going through, about all the problems you and your kid, you know, you're having with your kids and everything right now. Don't post that. Post this finished blanket when you're done crocheting it. That blanket sold for 65. After that, it became more in demand. Now she's selling them from upwards of $250 sitting crocheting of what she thought was just a hobby so when you sit and think and say i ain't got nothing we always got something we always got a little bit but we just got to be willing to put it in and give them something to work with right don't despise the little bit that you have right you have more to offer than you think if you sit down first of all go in 
close the door behind you and say, hmm, God, what do I got? Like my sister-in-law called me one day and, and they took and made little pies. The kids took them out and sold them, made almost a hundred dollars that day. All I got is this a little bit of food, that big misery and feel sorry for me. God is a big God. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Mama Moses, he is and he will show up and show out. But we have to show him a little. We have to give him something to work with. And again, I love this portion of scripture, 2 Kings 4. The work of God is to believe in the one that he sent. Come on now. That's how this works, right? And offering what we have, right? Our gifts our talents, our, our, our money, our service. That's what it's about, right? Along with anything and everything else that we have, but remembering, giving him his glory at the same time, right? God will take what little that we do have and in his grand fashion, he will make a lot. We just have to have that faith and saying, hmm, you're confirming what he told me. Come on, Jay. I told you I had a, oh, we told you I had a message for you, my sister. And when I was sitting and it hit me and I thought about it, I went to my, cause I keep that painting um, that my friend did for me in the closet. And I'm telling you guys, man, just think about, you hear a lot of elderly people saying, Oh, I'm too old now. God is not tiny, nor is he weak. Uh-uh, you're never too old. We were all given something. Male has that gift to organize, uh, organize that gift to administrate. You give her a top, she gonna outline it. She gonna organize it for you. She has that gift. We all have it. Karen has it, right? That cooking putting together that cookbook, putting together those videos, monetizing. Come on now, everybody. We all have it. Some of us have that gift, uh, uh, um, that financial gift, right? And another friend of mine, I used to always tell a girl, the one that took my credit score from being uh, in the two digits, if, if that was even possible. Mm -hmm. The one that took my credit score back up into the high threes, right? Them high 800s up there. I don't know how close to nine you can get, but I'm, I'm pushing toward it. And that's not to be braggadocious because if you know where it came from, where I brought it up from, you'd be like, mm, is that even possible to have a score that low? And I used to always tell you, you got that financial mind. You got that gift. You can help people get on budgets. I use that same budget strategy that she taught me. And I'm like, girl, you got a gift. You can do them numbers in your mind. I need a calculator. I run numbers all day doing legal work all day. I need a calculator and I unashamedly, um, mm -hmm, I say that unashamedly, I need a calculator. But her mind, you can give her number after number, then say divided, percentage. You have that gift. You can help people with their finances, with their budgets. So we all have it. We all have something. It's just about saying, hmm, what little, hmm, instead of saying, but saying what? What did God give me? What just little did he give me that I'm going to put back out there and say, God, increase it. Increase that overflow. Get, guide me. Give me the wisdom on how to use this gift that you've given me. This thing that I've been saying, all I got is this little bit. Mm -hmm. I can look at something and be like, man, let's add this to it, add this to it and fix it. You know, creating logos, creating graphics, even down when, um, 
Darissa, you know, this shirt came from the passing of, uh, you know, may she rest in peace, Mama Joe Francis, you know, and Darissa said, OBB, and it, I just have that mind to where I'm like, mm. and most of my clients, I said, just say, tell me what you want to see. Uh, what do you want your logo? What do you want your graphic? What do you want your t-shirt to look like? Just give me a few words. I, and I'm telling you, and again, not being braggadocious, but it's the gift that God has given me. When I send the proof back, rarely has somebody said, Mm-mm, I don't like that. Most of the time, 99.8% of the time is spot on to what they wanted. But I would sit and say, I only have a little. This is all I know how to do. I just know how to do graphics and video. That's all I know how to do. Plug in what? You know, you always have something. You just got to believe and figure it out and ask God to guide you with that wisdom that you need to put it forth, to put it into action, right? That's my message for you guys tonight. So I leave you with the question. What is your little what is your five loaves and two fish? What are you sitting on? God gives to each according to the measure of their faith. Come on now. Come on. Come on, Mama Moses. I love it. Lack of faith. We can't have it. When we put it out there, we have to know. As I said, everything else, man ain't 100%. But we know that our Father, God the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Yeshua is 100%. Guaranteed. Wouldn't lie to you. What's that old man you see on that commercial? I guarantee it. All right. I'll be back here tomorrow night to close us out for the week. I'll be back here on GDT time, God's divine time. Until then, walk good. Do good. Be good. Go sit down. Shut the door behind you. Shut the world out for a little bit and say, hmm, what's my little bit? What's my five loaves and two fish? What do I got? And, and, and when your spirit tells you what it is, that mm to the hmm, I got it. And then go out and make it work. Be purposeful. Be intentional. I love y'all. I really do. And you know how I close it out. Tornado, I'm out of here. You all know the Torah. 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 Torah.